Ray on that shot and they scoring touchdowns in your wrong way. I'm Texas forever like Bobby and I'm Rambodio. Really a rip like John Jack. I'm Camonio. Really? Got to the yo 
And uh, the manager, the Don't station manager, anything. was like, uh, it's the wrong week. Like, you're you here supposed to be this here Wednesday week. and the other Wednesday. And, like, you were supposed to do two back-to-back Wednesdays. I'm like, that's not what my calendar said. So, I don't really, if it ain't in the book, I don't really acknowledge it. And he's like, no, you're not first, third, and fifth. You're, like, second, fourth, and fifth. And I was like, it's cool. We're just going to take it to the house. Which is cool because the announcement that I was going to make tonight on the show was that that actually would have been my last um, episode with 99.1 The Berg. I appreciate them for giving me a home. That was wonderful. But your girl had to be like way toned down because it's FM radio. So I have decided to go back to a podcast format. So not only will you get the Facebook live videos, you will actually be able to get my podcast once a week. That way we don't have to check the calendar. We know that it's going up every Wednesday and you'll get to see me, your host, Malika Salam. With the most. Got to say the whole thing every, every time, time. Like, like a, a Tribe Called Quest, Quest and, and a, a Pimp Named Slickback. And of course, I couldn't do this. I mean, I could do it. I had to do it because she abandoned me for like the whole summer. And like, she's got a whole social life now. Um, you see who's uh, here with me? Whatever. Y'all say hey to the chocolate girl wonder. Hey, y'all. Hey, what's tea? What's really tea? So, um, so the tea is... You guys get the live this week, and then uh, next week, you guys will get to go to theintersection.com, where you'll actually be able to see us do this live, and you'll be able to download the episodes and listen to them anytime at your convenience, and we'll do it weekly, and we'll be uncensored, which means that we can say the ridiculous shit that we're known for saying. Like that. Like ridiculous shit. I can say that because it's not FM radio. You can say And I mean, shit. your girl like just can't. mahogany. Shit. Stop. <laughs> so, oh, so, uh, can't nobody hold us down. Got to keep on moving. That's that's one of the throwbacks that that we've played on uh on motivation days, on drop off days. Yeah. So let me go ahead. Um, before we get into the tea, let me go ahead and let y'all know that we are we're good. We're safe. We're here in St. Pete. We have not been told to evacuate right now. Looks like Hurricane Irma, uh, the trajectory is, it has already hit the islands. They've already evacuated the islands. It's headed towards Miami. Um, I am concerned because I have family in Miami. I talked to my Uncle Danny today and he let me know that he would not be evacuating Miami, but he would go ahead and board up his house and he'd be looking for the shelter that was close to him. So I'm in contact with my family down in Miami. Y'all, please keep all these folks in their prayers and, um, in your prayers. And, and, and yeah, in your prayers, keep all, all of us in your prayers. Um, and the people in the people in Houston and what they just dealt with with Harvey, like I didn't say a lot about that and I have friends and family in Houston. And so I did my check-ins, um, And I knew that that weather was going to affect us here. I've been in Florida for two years, and this is the fourth time that I've heard hurricane. And uh, I think the first year we threw like a card party, like my sister was like, eh, it's going to rain. We're going to get on this rum and tequila, and we're going to play some cards, and we're going to have a seafood boil. And like, that's what they did. So I always follow what the natives are doing. 
So your girl is a little bit scared right now because the natives are saying, like last year when Matthew hit, my uncle was impressed. He was like, ah, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. My cousins were like, you know, come up to Atlanta because his he has uh, kids in Atlanta. I've got family in Atlanta. And they were like, come up to Atlanta. Um, my niece had to evacuate Savannah. Um, but we were good here. And even though he's in Miami and he was in the path, he was impressed. So I was impressed. I wasn't stressed about it at all. But the fact that my uncle said to me today, like, we've all got to take care of ourselves. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Be careful, be safe. That definitely gave me, um, a healthy respect for what's going to happen. A lot of times what happens here is we get downgraded in this area to a tropical storm. They close the schools. We've had the flooding, but we've never had anything that's required us to board up our home or to get sandbags. And that is the reality of the situation that we're looking at. So I am definitely updating my friends and family uh, via text messages and phone calls. I'm also posting the updates to my personal page, uh, Malika Salam. So, um, so just be prayerful with us for protection and for safety and for this thing to turn out the best for all of the parties involved, not just us, for the people in the islands, for, hey, Brittany, hey, Mooney. Thank y'all. Um, yeah. Thank y'all for tuning in, and I appreciate it. And we are, um, we've got our exit strategy. We've got our evacuation plan. Um, we're ready to move when they say move. So we're not going to hesitate we're not going to try to be heroes. Um, my family is the most valuable thing. That can't be replaced. I can replace everything else that's in this house. I can't replace them. So we're not taking any chances. Thank um, you. We need those. Thank you, Brittany. Brandis. Thank you for your prayers. So that is where we are. We will keep you posted on that. But for now, let's go ahead and get into this tea. See you ready to get really into this tea? See. Girl, so let's, let's get into really the tea. See. So, y'all know that we have no sugar for our tea because Queen Sugar is on a mid-season break. But it's cool because Being Mary Jane has been holding us down. Plenty of tea there because, oh my God, Mary Jane and Justin are out because she screamed his name in the Justin. middle of a crisis. <laughs> right? Oh, bro. So, this is my problem with how that whole scenario went down. Now, I'm not a screenwriter. I don't write for TV. But if I did write for TV, I'm just saying. Um, she could have played that off. She was way too eager to put it out there that she and Justin were a couple. And, you know, hey, let's capitalize on this. And let's beat Danny and let's get the ratings. And the reality is she could have easily said, like, Justin is... Who is Justin? Justin is my producer. And when you are in these critical situations and when you work with somebody and they help you put your show together, of course, that's the person you're going to turn to because that's the person who has to have your back in the field. So she didn't have to make this about the relationship. I feel like that was a classic Mary Jane move. Like, let's I, get messy with it. Can I say something about this? Please. Because Miss Mary Jane, Pauletta. Yes, I said Pauletta. Um, at the beginning of this season... She was doing pretty well. Like, she had moved to New York, got the better job. Like, I was proud. I was like, Mary Jane, you are going places, doing things. Black girl magic is in full effect. And she met the little Brit. What, what was his name? Lee. Lee. Mm -hmm. She met Lee, and everything was going well. And then Justin. And came. you knew. You knew as soon as 
student it's he got on there. Got on the it was like, too much beef. It was like, baby, what is they this? They like each other. Right. What is this sexual tension? And why does it always have to be destructive? Why does it always... It's like when a little boy pulls your ponytail and it's like, oh, he that's pulls your ponytail or he hits you because thinking. he liked you. Don't show me that you like me by being violent and aggressive. Be that's polite. not life. That's not Take love. Take me out first. Right. Can we... Come on show now. Them. Come on now. Just but do better. On. Do better. So, of course, she couldn't go with the safe guy. She couldn't go with Lee. So, she now her Justin. and Justin are involved. And I feel like their relationship went, like, too fast. Like, they should have just tried the cupcake phase before they're like, oh, we're boyfriend Not the cupcake phase. They skipped straight over that, and both of them blew up their whole we're entire spot. Like, so... When she told Lee, I thought that that sequence was a dream. I thought that she was, like, going to wake up from, like, the dream of her telling him into the reality of, okay, I didn't say anything. Let's keep it moving. Let me just suppress that. Nah, she blew up her whole spot. And then Justin was like, oh, you want me to blow up my world because you blew up your world? Nah, I'm not going to do it. And then what did he do? He blew up his world. Blew up his world. So, they are ridiculous. They... They are ridiculous, and apparently they are going to continue to be ridiculous. And apparently, Justin is already over the ridiculousness and the Snapchat and Hold whatever, because that's this. not... It's Mary Jane's career. <laughs> <laughs> You're so petty. Oh, it's over with? <laughs> You're so petty. Um, I'm done with you. So, there's more tea, though. There's more tea than being Mary Jane. We have actually arrived... At the last episode of Insecurity. See what I did there? That's the other T, Insecurity. There's actually a blog called Insecurity. Not mine. It's hey. great. You should, no, it's a podcast. You should totally listen to Insecurity um, with Hey Friend Hey. And uh, let's see, it's Hey Friend Hey and Crystal from The Read. The Read so, yes. Yeah. Uh, listen to insecurity. Tea. Listen to insecurity. They will give you the whole rundown. We're gonna give you our brief synopsis. Um, it's ridiculous. Issa got conjunctivitis doing the Ma. absolute most. <laughs> she didn't get conjunctivitis. She got she, facial. She got pink eye. I'm mad you even said <laughs> facial. Don't act like you don't know what that is. So we can both be comfortable social in media. This. Be doing the most. So, anyways, Issa decided to go out on a limb, try some wild stuff. Um, caught a shot to the face, and her eye was all red and swollen, and it was just ridiculous. Um, and then Molly is involved with Dro. So, two things that I've seen that have been hilarious. That definitely, I just can't even. Uh, I like I, but also Damon Young from Very Smart Brothers described him as the most Kappa nigga ever. I said Damon nigga, Young? I did. Damon Young is the editor for Very Smart Brothers. You probably don't read Very Smart Brothers. It's not for the young youth. It's for the. I old just never folks. heard of it. Anyways, <laughs> y'all know who Damon is, and y'all probably read him. We'll be referring to him a little bit in a little bit about the DACA situation. Um. But he said Dro is the most Kappa nigga ever, like even if he's not a Kappa. And I was married to a Kappa, so I would have to wholeheartedly, 100%, go ahead and co sign off of that. I what feel like. <laughs> what? Yeah, that was him. That was the, Mexi the Mexico marriage. 
So it's on social Hold media the next now. Day. Oh, right, it's on eloped. social media. So yeah, Dad, I was married to that guy. My bad, should have told you. But that was like twenty years ago. It's not like you can ground me now. So well, uh, <laughs> you didn't tell Grandpa. <laughs> I think most of my family is probably finding out about that. Oh now. my goodness! But it's cool because I also feel like most of my family doesn't really. Watch the intersection. If he was the from another country, so. that would be a green card marriage. It woulda, coulda, shoulda, but it's not. And we all moved on with our lives. Uh, thank God for annulments. So, uh, so Insecure got pretty ridiculous. Because at the end of the last episode, just in case you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, Issa tears up her own apartment. And that is the most unblack women don't ever. do that. We got like, the best of our own space. Like, come on now. Like, I might come over to your house and act a fool He's and like, throw something. But you know what? I'm not going to. Hey, hey, girl. Hey. So, I, but I'm definitely not flipping over anything at my house. Like, I'm not flipping over anything at my house. I'm not throwing anything at my house. I'm not breaking anything at my house. And so that part of the script was absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't know who wrote that because that shit would never happen ever in a million years so i was pretty much over it but not over it enough to not watch this last episode on sunday so i will be watching the last episode on sunday we will be watching the last episode on sunday but of course um and i'm excited to see how they close it out because it's weird and i want to see if the whole dro molly thing blows up if we find out that dro was actually creeping and that this was not a case of ethical non-monogamy um, I don't think that Molly knew the rules for ethical non-monogamy, and so that kind of got her caught up. Um, but there's rules to this, and there's levels to this, and you can't just be out here thinking that it's a whole relationship where you have access that you may not have. So you gotta you gotta ask those questions up front. So the other thing that happened recently is y'all know I never watch anything when it comes out. I don't care how hot it is. I don't care how much y'all say. Malika, you should watch Scandal. I'm going to be like, nah, I'm good. I'm straight. I'm not even finna be on social media. Yes. He just come from the poorest parts. So, I started watching Power. That is my new binge watch. I am binge watching Power. I started before her. I started before them. And I... Because she's a cool... She's one of the cool kids. I don't necessarily hang with the cool kids. You think I'm a cool kid? My, oh my goodness. You need to come to school with me one of these days. I'm really I definitely mad. don't need to come to school with I'm you. Really I would mad. only embarrass you. But I'm it's so like, okay. Mom, I embarrass myself. Like, I don't think you... Uh, you think I'm a cool kid. Parents are supposed she, to think their children are cool kids. She doesn't realize it yet. She will soon enough. But but like, I didn't watch it when the rest of everybody else was watching it. I yes, you either. told me to watch it. I didn't watch it. I had no desire to watch it i, I didn't it even try to go like find a bootleg or anything um but we switched service we have direct tv they gave us all kinds of free stuff so i'm like let me binge watch all this stuff before it goes away because i'm not paying for the choice I from where it goes away. just another girl in RT. but i don't think that's how that goes so i'm watching power i'm in season two I have managed to avoid y'all on all kinds of social media, so I don't know what happened, except for she kind of gave away something today that I think is a major part of the plot twist. Didn't have to do it like that, but she did. <laughs> so, okay. So, we almost lost y'all for a second. It was almost over, but it's not. We're back. We're back. So, watching Power. 
And I have decided, besides my dog being super rude, I have decided that I still do not like Omari Hardwick. I feel about Omari Hardwick like Pac felt about Bad Boy as a staff, a record label, and as a motherfucking and crew. Chino like I don't, <laughs> I don't like him. I don't like his face. I don't like his poetry. My- I think his <laughs> neck is too big for his body. His, hold he on, got, what is it? He got, got more head than he, he got, got body. body. Got more neck than he right. got body. His head is too little for his body. We know he reminds me ago, of. Though. He reminds me of Caesar from um, Planet of the Apes. Like I just do not like dude for no reason at all. Like I don't know him personally. We've never dated. I've never had some weird encounter with him. I never walked up on him at a restaurant and he wouldn't give me his autograph. I've never been on an elevator and he didn't speak. Like I have no reason not to like this oh, man. Oh, you were on an elevator with him and he spoke to you? I just, I just said that I have no reason. I've had no interaction with this man. No, I just no don't like the cut of his jib. I just don't like him. Something don't curl all the way over. Something don't curl all the way over with that man. I tell you how I feel about Omari Hardwick. I just don't like him because his head's a little thing, buddy. Like, that's literally just why I don't like him. And, like, plus the character he plays, like, now now on power, like, he was okay in the beginning. And I'm not, I'm not going to spoil the In the beginning, what? In the second episode, he started getting stupid. And he's been stupid ever since. And he's been getting played. And he keeps making sucker moves. And You're like, right. He's he been so stupid. He let Tommy order him around. I'm just like, you, you're the one that think. Tommy don't think. He he acts on impulse, which is why y'all stuff is So we're up. in season two. And in episode three or four of season one, I already knew who had set him up. Like, I'm like... Bro, how did you? Up. How you didn't know that? How did you miss that? You know, you're 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 more successful than him now, so of course he's gonna try to take you down. So he, so I don't know how all of this pans out. What I do know is that somewhere by season four, he winds up in prison, um, and apparently that's where we are now with season four. So I'll get caught up. I'm still gonna avoid all of the updates and live tweets and whatever that y'all do because y'all go crazy and y'all be ready to fight. And apparently folks are rolling up on 50 Cent on the street. Also, 50 Cent. Oh, my God. This man is such an asshole. He just like boom. But this is the thing. Boom, shakalaka. Boom, Curtis shakalaka. Jackson might be a, a decent human, human being. being. He could very well possibly be. The world may never know. Because 50 Cent is a jerk. Like, 50 Cent, the rapper, 50 Cent, this character, persona that he has developed, anything that he's in, he's going to be the jerk. No redeeming quality. he likes being the bad guy. He does. He thrives off of that. And so, he has pretty much created a vehicle where he gets to be... Give me the keys to my ka 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 and go pa 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 I don't know what that means, but he gets to be the jerk. I'm clear (laughs) on that. So, that is power. And, of course, we cannot wrap up the tea without absolutely thanking the Queen Mother for giving us Monday off. That's right, y'all. Make sure to thank Queen B for Monday. Because it was B-Day. It was B-Day. And you didn't so have to go to work. the day off. Nobody had to go to work. Nobody had to go to school. They didn't, des- they didn't deliver any mail. Nothing. It was B-Day. Right. I don't know what other holidays people claim to be celebrating, but the only holiday we we barbecue on September 4th because it is B-Day. 
Correct. And we like to party. Hey. So, thank me for that fab four-day weekend, and now let's get into a little bit of news. So, had a chance to go to the Gecko Fest here in St. Pete. Well, in Gulfport, specifically in Gulfport. It's a big deal because apparently the Gecko is a mascot here, unofficially, but whatever it is, they throw a parade every year a festival even and there's musicians and this year it was gecko stock and it had a very 70s woodstock theme and there were acrobats and fire breathers and people making god did a flip over like six people it was was a festival it was a street festival i got some bomb ass caramel the uh, hot, sweet chili cheese. That stuff was pretty decent. It's not what I was expecting it to be. So, yeah. So, shout out to Gecko Fest. Shout out to Gulfport. The most important thing that happened to me from going to Gecko Fest was I got to meet the wonderful people from Come Out St. Pete. Why is that important, you might ask? Well, this is the intersection. And one of the things that we talk about on the intersection is sexuality. Why? Because it's one of the intersections that I stand at. So, um... National Coming Out Day is next month, uh, October 11th. And, drum roll please, I don't have to come out again this year. Because I have officially come out to everybody in my family. Everybody? Um, Everybody. Like my grandparents, my dad, um, the family was here, brothers, sisters, the family was here for... My son's graduation, so my dad actually got to meet my girlfriend, um, and that was, it was cool. I was real nervous, because I didn't know how he was going to act, but he was really cool, and he bonded with her, and he was just like, if you're happy, I'm happy, and it was like all of, his response was all of everything that I hoped to hear, wanted to hear, um, and was afraid that I wasn't going to get, so I don't have to come out this year. I'll still publish my coming out story and then that part will be added to it because now that was like the last person I really had to have that conversation with. And um, so, yeah, I'm like excited. It's coming out. Come out St. Peter. All right, well, I might as well come out. Why are you looking at me like that? Bro? I'm just wanting to see what you're going to say. I like. Big butt thing, you cannot lie. You can throw the hand <laughs> She's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, Come Out St. Pete has planned a week of activities from October 7th to October 15th. I have invited them to actually um, do a guest spot on the intersection. So, hopefully, I will be speaking with them soon. And I will do an interview with them probably in their offices since right now this is my studio. And it's not set up. So, we will get all of those things in order, and then we will talk to Come Out St. Pete. So, to find out if you are in the Tampa Bay, greater Tampa area, uh, what's going on with Come Out St. Pete, just go to comeoutstpete.org, and you can get all of the information. Now, let's talk about what's happening on the national level. So, on the national level, the last couple of days, the conversation has been centered around DACA, and that's Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. So DACA is literally 
um, an American immigration policy that was established by by the Obama administration in 2012, um, basically that allowed certain illegal immigrants who entered the country as minors to receive renewable two-year period of deferred action for deportation and eligibility for a work permit. So basically you could work, you could go to school um, if you came into this country and let's say your parents were illegal because this was for minors. So um, what has happened, of course, 45 in his awesome ridiculousness has decided that he would like Congress to do something about DACA and that something looks like hey let's reverse it and make this not a thing. So I want to read something to you that I think pretty much sums this up in case you're wondering why this is a big deal. This is from Damon Young from uh, Very Smart Brothers. Perhaps the biggest fallacy in characterizing the type of person who supported and still supports 45 one that I've been guilty of believing and sharing myself is that the type of person he appeals to lacks the sophistication to realize that his promises of returning long dead American jobs in steel and coal and manufacturing aren't just lies. They're impossible. They are never, ever, ever coming back. Of course, we, and by we, I mean everyone apparently except New York Times columnists, have accepted that these people understand the latent racial dog whistling in Trump's messaging. Making America great again is a succinct assurance that jobs and opportunities would be returned to the people who deserve them by white birthright. And while the race-based presumption of merit is abhorrent, it is understandable if they sincerely believe that the only way for them to do better is for us to do worse. But as the Trump administration prefers to phase out DACA, which protects at least 800,000 Americans from deportation, Please know that people who support this terrible and evil act know that it's removing immigrants like the dreamers from America won't resurrect those dead fucking jobs and those dead fucking cities. They know that the American manufacturing ship has been sailed and that Trump's bitch ass is lying. Don't allow yourself to infantilize them. I can't get that word out, but you know what it means. And believe that there's any nobility in their beliefs. Perhaps they're ignorant about certain facts, but they understand the psychology of the president's platform. They don't give a damn about bettering their own fucking lives. They just want ours to suck too. Fuck them all. So it's important, um, again, that is read verbatim from Damon Young's post. Um, you can find the whole article on verysmartbrothers.com or verysmartbrothers.theroot.com. Um, it is very important that you understand that part. Like, don't make it seem like, oh, these are just ignorant hate mongers. The biggest problem with this whole administration and all of the things that are happening is that people continue to act surprised. People continue to think that this is just the people who are Confederate flag waving, ignorant rednecks. Like this is not that. Those people scare me far less than these people. Those people scare me far less because I know where they stand. Like, if you're flying a Confederate flag, yes, I've automatically made an assumption about who you are and where you stand and what type of, what your politics are. And therefore, I am able 
to steer clear of you. I'm able to not put myself in your path and I have to deal with certain types of ignorance. Um, those people don't scare me nearly as much as the people who have badges and guns and titles and who are lawmakers and policymakers. Those people scare me far more and the fact that they're being exposed is the only comfort that I have in this administration because I know exactly where people stand. Um, people who are covert with it are far more dangerous because I don't know what their power is. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how they're going to do it. And clearly this administration is showing us that any and everything that Obama put his hands to, they want to undo. Um, they want us all to be messed up out here. Like, they don't care how bad they have it as long as we have it worse. And I'm clear on that. So, um, definitely do your due diligence. There, I, now, I, I will not present a problem. I will not present an issue without presenting some type of solution. So, right now, if you're outraged by 45's DACA decision, there are some ways that you can be of service. Um, this comes straight from Huffington Post and you can go find the post there and you can also find the links to this post. Everything will be on, uh, the Purple Hair and Converse Facebook page. Um, so here are some suggestions for how you can help. You can go to that Huff Post post, the Huff Post page, look at that post and let the White House know how you feel. Leave a comment. There is a... Uh, there's a hyperlink for the White House page, or you can go directly to the page, but they have also drafted a letter that you can copy and paste. So let the White, no White House know how you feel. The other thing you can do is contact a member of Congress. They also have a link on that page. Again, all of this will be available on the Purple Hair and Converse page where you can contact your member of Congress, find your representative, find your senator, um, by just entering your zip code, you will click their name, get their contact information, and then they have provided a draft letter that you can copy and paste and fill in your information and your senator's information, your representative's information, and send letters directly to their office. The other thing you can do is use social media. So we're on social media, right? We have Facebook and we have Snapchat and Instagram and what am I missing? Twitter, well, Tumblr, Twitter. Tumblr um, Medium. Use your social media platforms to make a statement. Um, the hashtag is hashtag D-A-C-A, -A, um, hashtag dreamers. Uh, make, make it a point to use the power that you do have. Harness the power that you do have to bring light to the situation. If you want to help, there is a way for you to help. There are no small gestures, only small people. That might not be exactly how the quote is, but y'all know what I mean. They say that I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. Um, mm. so, right. so yeah, that is a thing that is happening. Get involved. I also have to say, irony of ironies, happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah, that's when this is going Boom. down. That's when this is going down. So let's keep it real. Let's act like we know what it is. Let's do things to affect change. Um, the power is in the hands of the few because we allow it to be. So. Uh, also have to say, happy.
Self-Care Awareness Month. Um, Y'all know my mantra is self-care is an imperative. So um, self-care is also a form of resistance. Do what you need to do for yourself. Turn off the TV. Don't watch the news all the time. Don't live in a constant state of fear. Um, Give yourself some freedoms. Do some nice things for yourself. Read the books, listen to the music, buy the shoes, get the dress, get the tie, get the girl, get the guy. Whatever it is that you need to do to feel good about you, do that shit. Because self-care... Because self-care is an imperative. Clearly, we are all about the freedom of self-care and self-expression around here. So get it in this entire month. Now, we can't close out the intersection without putting some folks on blast and giving some folks some thumbs up because we got to have some balance, right? We can't just always talk about the negative stuff. But let's go ahead and start with the negative stuff first. So we can end on a good note. Because <sighs> y'all's president. I'm not saying you individually because I don't know you individually and who you voted for. 45 but 45 president. has he has the he has the emeritus like is that what it is emeritus 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 whatever y'all know I, what I was I'm talking about. I was thinking about a girl who in my class today her name was Amaryllis. Amaryllis, lovely. Um, Go ahead. Sue. He clearly has tried it with this DACA thing. So, 45, once again, for another week until you're impeached. You tried it and failed. Won't fool with you like that. So, the other thing that happened, interestingly enough, this week I was listening to the radio. And there's a little segment on this local radio show called black and white and i was like oh that sounds interesting i rarely listen to the radio i have my own curated mixes that's what i listen to that's what makes me happy a lot of stuff on the radio is garbage so i don't really i don't really dig the radio like that Um, molly repta said like what is that i don't know what molly repta said is i know what molly percocet is i don't know what molly percocet is why do you know what molly percocet is mom i'm a part of I'm not part of this generation. A lot of are you on drugs? drugs? No, I don't do drugs. Aren't those drugs though? Are Molly yeah. Perkins said drugs? No, I'm pretty not. sure it's drugs. I don't do those drugs, drugs. But I don't I, do drugs. I don't do drugs. Hugs, not drugs. I grew up in the era of dare. Like oh. I dare to be different. So no drugs for me. You dare to be say no. Just to say drugs. no. Because <laughs> this, this is, is your brain. brain. <laughs> this, this is your brain, brain on drugs. drugs. Keep the hope in your vein. Brains and dope out your veins. You'll no never get okay. nowhere smoking the pipe. You want to get your lesson out? Be smart and stupid. <laughs> Listen, we don't fool with it. So, the show is called Black and White. It's a segment on the show. I don't even know whose show it is. It's local radio here in St. Pete. And so I listened to it. And it was like, guess what's coming up? Black and White. And on this episode of Black and White, we're going to figure out what this man did with his, what do you call him? The leg? Oh, um, freaking, uh, uh, it's something prosthetic. Like prosthetic. Thank prosthetic. you. I was going to say, it begins with a V. So, 
Prosthetic. So this man has a prosthetic leg, and they're like, you're he's supposed to use your prosthetic hand. leg to walk on, but find out what this guy used it for. So they come back. Of course, we know he's used it for some BS. So it's like, okay, what did he do? Either he smuggled something, or he took it off and beat somebody with it. Something that he wasn't supposed to do, but... So we get back to the show. They say, oh my gosh, this guy was using his prosthetic leg to smuggle drugs into the gym. And then, here's the rub. The reason why the show is called Black or White is because you have to figure out... Was the person black or were they white? Of course the majority said he was black. I was floored. I was floored that this is even a question that we're asking. Floored one because the scenario that was given just seemed ridiculous. I was just like, really? Like black folks don't even do stuff like that. Like right. we're too smart for that. We've got other ways and methods. Not that I know this personally. I just assume this. But you also smart. I was offended because I was like, people are actually participating in twenty seventeen. People are participating in a show oh, that, called that Black or White. Like racism still exists. Well, clearly, what racism still exists in 2017. But I was just floored that, like, people, like, listen like to this and support this. And, like, this is a thing that people participate in. Like, people were calling in and there's a whole poll. And I don't know if you went a... the dozens? I don't... I was over it. I didn't even listen for the answers. I just was like, I can't believe that this is a thing that's happening and people are listening and supporting this. And then when I asked my girl, she's like, oh, yeah, that show's been on for ages. Really? Really? That trash has been on for ages? Nobody has said anything? Nobody has been incensed or outraged? What the hell is going on? I can't. So I would like to give that local radio station and those radio station hosts, one of which I know is a person of color, I would like to say to you, Foul sirs, you tried it and failed. A little bit. It's okay. We'll get it together. Now, there have been, in recent times, two very successful you tried it. One that I did not get to on my last show in last month, which is when we were talking about. which is when we were talking about the body issue. And I really hate that I didn't get this one in. Because this one is so important. I have really, really meant to shout out Jessamine Stanley. So Jessamine Stanley, if you don't know who she is, is this awesome yoga instructor. Yes, and she has okay. a book called Everybody Yoga. And you can go to her site, Jessamine Thank Stanley. That's J E S S A M Y N S T A N L E Y dot com and buy everybody yoga. You just go there, click on yes. a button. What? So, Jessamine, Jessamine is thick. She is thick. She got all the parts. She got the biscuits. She got the gravy. Um, and I am with it because sis is out here. Flexing on shining, 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 shining. So she is located in Durham, North Carolina. If you haven't been, go visit her. I that is now on my bucket list. Um, I am going to Durham. It's not a bucket list. It's a bucket list. Fuck it. I'm gonna do that shit. It's gonna happen. It's (laughs) about to go down. Down. So, um, that is a dream of mine now. 
that is now a dream, an achievable dream. I shall at some point take one of her yoga classes. Um, and you have already seen her and you probably don't know that you've already seen her because you haven't been paying attention. But if you've been watching the commercials, this is the dope thick sister that is on the new uh, Kotex commercial. commercial. Mm -hmm. Yes. So she is out here working it on out. Uh, Jessamine, thank you so much for the work that you do for fat, black, God, magical, oh, so femme mama. sisters. We appreciate it. And you, you that, tried, tried it. it. And you, you succeeded. succeeded. Thank oh, you much, God. sis. Now... This is recent news. Like, this is in the last, like, in the most recent news cycle. And this is so great. Um, Cher Come on, has Cher. been out here Cherry. Come on, giving Cher. these folks business. their life. The business. So, Cher posted, in response to this DACA thing, those who who can must take a dreamer into their home and protect them. I'm ready to do this. Others in my business will do the same sanctuary. Now, I don't know where this little girl came from. She definitely tried it. And she tried the wrong one. She tried Cher. Cher is mother and has been mother. And sometimes y'all forget because mother. she's somewhere being quiet because real G's move in silence. So sometimes people forget we and they will come. They will come for her. But don't come for her unless she calls for you or she will hand you your whole entire existence. So she posted that. And one woman who has been dragged across the entire internets and webs decided to say, sure you will share. I'll believe it when, when I see, see it. Wow. Not only did Cher notice that's... this woman's response, but responded with... Then keep, keep your, your eyes open, open bitch. Listen, Cher, you have been forever cemented in my heart ever since my Gigi played Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves and basically told us that that was our life story, that Cher was singing about us and that is who we were. So I love Cher and I love the fact the that she... Yeah, I remember I was watching like a story on her when I was like six and I was like, I love her. Because I think I think she was one of Gigi's, like... Spirit animals. Yes. She was one of her um, saints. She was one of her secular saints, for sure. So Mother Cher went ahead and gave this little girl her business. And um, that's how you do it. Like, she's out here being an activist. She's been an activist for years. She's always been out front and transparent with her shit. And so if you thought that you were going to okay. come for her, you thought wrong. Uh, so mother share to you we say you, you tried it, it. You, you succeeded all right y'all well that is going to do it for this episode put a child in a dance class and they don't know how to act i really don't i've been practicing so I don't she thinks that she know how to point she cute she ain't cute she cute she kind of cute Anyways, that is going to do it for this edition, edition, episode, episode, edition, this new edition of The Intersection. Thank y'all for joining us live. Thank you for everybody who signed in and said what's up. Again, we will keep you posted on what's going on with us and Hurricane Irma. Uh, keep 
all of the folks in the path of Irma in your prayers. Thank you again for joining us. I will keep you updated as well with the links. And we will be back next Wednesday. Meet us at The, the Intersection. Intersection. Peace, love, and hair grease. Bye, y'all. Bye.